Hey everyone, this is Craig Horlbeck from the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. Join me, Danny Heifetz, and Danny Kelly every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to help you win your draft, win your league, and most importantly, avoid that last place punishment. Follow the Ringer Fantasy Football Show on Spotify. It's the Ringer's Philly Special presented by FanDuel. The playoff action is heating up. And with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus in D.C. and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. to the ringers really special i don't know what i just watched shield kapati here with ben solak eagles 21 chiefs 17 little behind the scenes usually after these games i like to solak can go right away i like to take like 15 minutes get my thoughts in order tonight i said i have no i would need two hours to organize my thoughts after this game i don't even know what i just watched i do know eagles are nine in one Somehow found a way to beat the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. They're now so like 23 and 2 in the Philly special era in the regular season <laughs> with Jalen Hurts as their starter. I don't even know how that's a real number. How are you, my friend? Well, and that wasn't worried. <laughs> I never worried, not even one. <laughs> I was chilling the whole time, dude. I was fine. Oh, man. When they punted that ball to Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter, I was taking laps. I was I needed to I needed to sit down and it takes some deep breaths. I was sweaty when that ball went up to Marquez Valdez scaling. You tell Mahomes is dialing up a shot. He releases that thing. My heart hit the floor, bounced right back up into my throat. Man, that was a butt clencher of a game. Holy smokes. As we said during the Phillies post-game pods, the, the, the clenched butt cheek meter, CBC levels on this bad boy uh, were definitely a 10. There were times, I mean, uh, you know, I, I was, you, you were making fun of me. It was a standalone Eagles game, so I figured I could fire off some tweets during this thing. I was just firing off tweets left and right, ripping the offense, ripping the play calls. And then in the second half, they take the lead. I'm like, well, this is why I don't like to tweet during the game. All right. Here's how we start. I don't even know where to start. We start with big picture thoughts. I don't know if you have one. I don't know if you have two. I don't know if you have seven. What is just the grand takeaway as you sit back 
uh, and look at this Eagles win. Yeah, that this is this is once again the fruit of resiliency. Once again, the fruit of just being a really good team who wins late all of the time. Like this is this is how literally all of the time, all of the time. We talked about for one about Super Bowl yeah. last season, but we have to talk about it again because <laughs> they beat the Chiefs team they didn't beat last year. This is how a culture perpetuates, right? This is how a locker room becomes like established. There, there was that feeling in the third quarter, seventeen to seven, when the Chiefs are getting drives but failing to score points. Where you're thinking to yourself, they're letting the Eagles hang around, and they shouldn't be doing that. That's bad. Don't let the Eagles hang around. And then you step back and you realize that this is a game that has Patrick Mahomes in it, and I'm worried about the other team being let hang around. That's what you do when other teams are beating the Chiefs. When other teams have the lead against the Chiefs, you go, "Oh no, they're letting Mahomes hang around." But in this game, Mahomes with a two-score lead in the second half, and I'm thinking to myself, "You can't be messing around like this. You're letting the Eagles hang in this game." And I've watched enough Eagles games to know, like I was. You know, I, I I was chatting with like football buddies who are not Eagles fans being like, oh, well, the Eagles aren't gonna be able to move the ball. So like, it's good. I was like, no, the Eagles are going to win this game. Like I've seen enough Eagles game. I think I've really? seen enough Eagles you're, you're on record in text threads yeah. saying that. Wow. Ask Steven. Okay. Ask, ask. I, I believe you. Yeah. I don't need to. I don't need to see receipts. I was just uh, wondering. But it was it was in that second half. Just going. I've seen them too many times. Right. Oh, the offense looks disjointed. Oh, nothing works. Oh, the play calling is bad. I've seen enough explosive nine balls to A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith to know we're gonna, one's going to hit. It's going to. I've seen enough third and one, fourth and one sneaks. Now they're going to continue drives. Like they just whittle at you. It's water over stones, man. It's erosion. Like even if you don't see it happening, eventually they 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 come with that force, right? They 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 have that ability to just break enough plays uh, to put enough points on the board to win the game. Like it's it's the that second half and watching that that Chiefs team. Fail to move the ball on offense. Eagles defense getting stops, even when it comes at the hands of drops, even if it comes at the hands of, you know, bad false start penalties that make a third and seven, a third and 12. Like, even if it's all that stuff, Eagles are there in a one-score game. You're like, all right, eventually they're going to get a drive that breaks through. And then lo and behold, they do. 14 to nothing uh, in, in the second half for the Eagles, right? Down two scores in the second half, not where they want to be from a game script perspective. And they just, Jalen Hurts dropping back. Little screen call here. Little DeAndre Swift, nice catch and run. And then you find the Devontae bomb. And all of a sudden, I mean, like what when the Eagles took the lead, it was perplexing because they hadn't played well enough to have the lead. You were like, yeah, had. you're like, you're like, what is happening, right? You're, yeah, you're, you're seeing the score in front of you. You're seeing, you're right, because it, it felt familiar, but also you were, it was hard to explain it because you're absolutely right. When they're down by one score, you're like, well, they just kind of need one play. Like this team is very good at just one play. It's AJ Brown. It's Devonte Smith. It's a go ball down one of the sidelines, and someone comes down with it. So that part felt very familiar, but then you're looking at the scoreboard, go, wait a minute, how are they up 21-17 right now? And it's just, uh, you're right. I mean, once the the Chiefs' second half possessions here, punt, punt, punt fumble, fumble, punt, 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 down. Yeah. Six possessions, zero points. Now, to your point, you got a little, and I was thinking about your whole, your, your thing, the last pod we did, where you, where you were like, there's something about this team that they're just. <laughs> they just get the breaks, man. Yeah, they get the they breaks. Get the, they get, now, I will say this, okay, because I think this is going to be a talking point. Listen, there's absolutely an aspect of this that the Chiefs let you hang in the game, and the Chiefs had self-inflicted wounds, and MVS is dropping that ball in the end zone, and like, absolutely but I will say this, like the Chiefs have had a lot of those issues all season long. Like they're not exclusive to this. Now, maybe it was more so in this game, but the Chiefs have had a lot of those issues with their supporting cast all season long. I mean, I think their, you know, pass catching group led the NFL in drops 
coming in. So it's not like that was an uncharacteristic aspect uh, of this Chiefs offense. And so to hang in there, to capitalize, to say, okay, there's a drop. Let's make the next play. Okay, there's a drop. Let's make the next play. They absolutely did do this. The Chiefs have had 104 starts with Patrick Mahomes. This was their sixth worst offensive performance based on EPA per drive in those 104 starts. Yeah. What did we say? And I know, listen, I don't, I'm not saying we throw Sean Desai a parade here because again, there are, there are aspects of this that the Chiefs were self-inflicted at the same time. Did this defensive performance make you feel better than that Super Bowl per, per defensive performance? I don't even think I need to ask that question. And that was yeah. a big thing we were looking at during this stretch against great offenses. And again, this isn't the same Chiefs offense uh, of past years, but could you match wits? Could you keep your team in the game uh, against great quarterbacks? And today the answer was absolutely yes. Yeah, I mean, they they have faced two top five offenses in the Chiefs and the Dolphins in the last month and have had better defensive performances against those offenses than most of the defenses those offenses have faced, right? We're at the point of the good season point. now where the yeah. sample size is big enough to say, okay, if you had your best game against these guys, then you had a really good game. And decide that against the Dolphins and had that against the Chiefs. Uh, that that EPA per drive, where where's where's this game at for Mahomes in terms of success rate? Because EPA per drive is going to get hit a little bit by the drop touchdowns, by the turnovers in the red zone. Overall, like the Chiefs had a few of those drives where they were incrementally moving the ball down the field, and Mahomes is constantly scrambling them out of sacks and getting them into third and shorts, and then they're running and they're converting. And so, like, by success rate, I think, like, the, yeah, the Chiefs absolutely had success moving the ball down the field, and two red zone turnovers helps out a ton. But that's this Eagles team, man. Is it, Those are the breaks, right? It's, it's, it's the awesome Bradley Roby first fumble on Travis Kelsey, and then it's Kevin Byard. Uh, listen, it wasn't a good Mahomes throw. They were beat. It should have been a touchdown, but it's bad. It's up in the air. You got to make the catch. And Kevin Byard, as Shil Kapadia famously noted, no plays <laughs> on the ball before this game. Interception in the end zone. Maybe the best sort of play you can have. You have no idea how many times I used that nugget. So like I used it with you on the Ringer NFL show. I used it with both, I think, EJ and Sean on Philly Special. I did a WIP hit with Ike Reese and Jack Fritz. I used it there. They were dumbfounded. I used it over and over again. Uh, and guess what? It, it came through with, with uh, Kevin Byard making a big time interception there in the red zone. And that's a good point too. Like those were two legit. I mean, you're right. The, the Mahomes throw wasn't great, but Bayard made the play for the interception and the ropey punch out. Like that's a legit punch out right there. That's yeah. not just like, you know, the guy, the ball uh, slipped out of their, their hand. So um, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. So in terms of the chiefs, I, I think the way you framed it is the white, right way to uh, frame it here. So the chiefs have had 10 games this season, and this was their second worst offensive performance in terms of EPA per drive, and in terms of success rate, it was just below their average. So yeah. at the very worst, you kept them at their, this was not an above average Chiefs offensive performance, even by success rate, which, you know, that kind of takes the drops and stuff out of account. So I, I do think from that perspective, um, the Eagles defense yeah. absolutely deserves credit. And there. they also, the Eagles defense, in my opinion, very much passes the, how do you let them beat you test? Like, I, I really thought they would have no answer to Travis Kelsey. They've been terrible against tight ends this uh, uh, this year. And Kelsey is a really hard player to like consistently double because it's nearly bracket. And they just they, they just played a lot of, of zone. And when they played zone, they just hard gravity to Kelsey, right? They were like, oh, regular speed. They, know they got connected to him and they got multiple players connected to him really fast. And then when they played man coverage, they were tight. They were up in his face and they trusted guys like Bradley Rogan and Kevin Byer to be successful. And they were. Uh, 
Kelsey, seven targets, or excuse me, nine targets, seven receptions for 44 yards, 6.3 yards per catch. Kelsey's not the athlete that he used to be. He's not going downfield the way he used to be, but still, 6.3 yards per catch is a rough day for Kelsey standards. They did a, a wonderful job forcing the Chiefs to use him underneath. So you say, okay, we're not going to get beat by Kelsey, and then we're also not going to get beat by the Mahomes deep ball, right? We're not going to let Mahomes beat us with the moonshot, with the explosive play. Longest completion on the day for Mahomes, 17 yards, one to Travis Kelsey and one, or excuse me, one to Justin Watson and one, uh, which was a catch and run to Rasheed Rice. They, they kept Wow, the I didn't realize that. 17 yards was their longest yeah. completion? It was wow. the Justin Watson third down corner route, which was which was just an absurd throw. Freaking yeah. sick throw. Those are me. the types of throws where like, I, they, and I had this argument last year in the Super Bowl and people were like, oh, but it's it's Mahomes and Reed. And I'm like, I know it's Mahomes and Reed, but like watch the film. Like Mahomes didn't have to make those types of throws over and over again. Like if you lose with him making those throws, then you just um, tip your cap to him. So yeah, well, Patrick Mahomes averages 4.1 yards per attempt. What you said in the opening there got me wondering, has, has Mahomes ever, as a Chiefs team under Mahomes, ever blown a double digit lead? in the fourth quarter of a game. Is there an obvious one that I'm missing? I don't know, like, but I can probably stat head it and find it at some point in this podcast okay. when, when yeah. you're talking and I'm not listening. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was just going to ask you. I just found a good nugget. I was like, can I be you here and tweet this out? This might be uh, this might be too good to hold on to. I was so proud of you when you were tweeting. Because I went, I, I went to tweet your <laughs> quote. I tweeted it out. I was like, she all said this. By Kevin Byer doesn't play on the ball. And then lo and behold, it happens. Classic of body curse. Crazy. And then two minutes later... Shield's got a tweet out. It's an island game. He's got time during the commercials. Right. Let's go, Shield. Uh, and thank you to every, everyone else who's tweeting at me uh, during that Bayard one, too, with your similar sentiments about the Kapadia curse. All right. I don't even know where to go here. All right, let's, yeah, let's so, go. So uh, that, that, right, my last point was the, uh, the yeah. long completions, right? Only two completions of 17 yards. That was the longest completion on the day. So we're not going to lose to Kelsey. We're not going to lose downfield. So does it suck when I feels like Isaiah Pacheco is running for seven yards a pop? Yeah. When Clyde Edwards Alaire is ripping off 10 yard runs on you, does it feel good? No. And the ninth Mahomes scramble where he was dead to right, should have been sacked, and it's a four yard gain. Are you ripping your hair out? Absolutely. But when you force this team into an incremental drive, and like you said, the Chiefs have been doing this themselves this year. They have been shooting themselves in the foot. They've had uh, 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 procedural issues. They've had drops. Well, now you, you, when you lengthen these drives, you increase the likelihood that one of those comes, right? On a six-play drive, a drop isn't likely to happen. On a 12, 14-play drive, we're now making it more possible. We're increasing our exposure to it. And then all of a sudden, you get those mistakes, and the Chiefs aren't able to, to, to withstand, to overcome. And so they passed the, the test data-wise. Defense looked like it played pretty well. They also, in my opinion, really passed the test. I think it is a tip to the cap uh, to Sean Desai, sniff test-wise. They took away the right stuff, and they said, if yes. you beat us with this, the other stuff, you'll beat us with the other stuff. And they were able to squeak it out. Yeah, Kelsey, I don't think, had a target on their first uh, three possessions. He had, to your point, 6.3 yards per reception there. All right, so this success rate thing is going to surprise you, Benny Souls. This was Patrick Mahomes' 100th ranked game in terms of success rate. Out of 104? Out of of 105. Oh, so so this is just Mahomes. This is just passing. Yeah, just Mahomes. Yeah. Drop back success rate. Do you want to guess where the two? All right. I, I got to take a little shot at Johnny Gans here. Do you want to guess where the two? <laughs> do you want to guess where the two games last year against uh, Johnny Gans? Oh, I'm sorry. Not last year. The last two games against yeah, Johnny 21 Gans. 21 and 22. Yeah. Um, I mean, like both of them got to be like top 12, top 13. Third and sixth. Yeah. Third, <laughs> third and sixth out of 105 versus Johnny Gans. Uh, 100th out of 105. 
for Sean Desai. Again, could that look better if they caught some of those balls? Yes, but uh, still, you, you did a good job defensively to win this game. Very encouraging performance. All right, let's pick it up here. So you mentioned it. Chiefs are up 17-7 here uh, in this game. And you're thinking at that time, uh, again, the Eagles offense, the Eagles offense was not good for most of this game. Now, did you watch Jalen Hurts' like uh, yeah. with Lisa Salters? <laughs> Jalen had no explanation. Dude. He couldn't hide it. He's like, I'm not really sure how he won that game. Or what it was actually, I thought, one of the most authentic like interviews with Jalen Hurts, because it was it was like 10 seconds, you know, after the game was over, and he couldn't, you know, get prepared about, hey, here my here's what I want to talk about. Here's my messaging. It was just like raw, like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have answers for you. So uh, they're down 17-7. Seven play, 61-yard drive. Big play on that one. DeAndre Swift, 35-yard run on, I think it was a jet sweep, I believe. Yes. Right? Uh, and then Jalen Hurts, the QB draw in the red zone. Uh, I thought DeAndre Swift was once again, like almost kind of had to carry their offense at times. In this game, I mean, 12 carries for 76 yards, averaged 6.3 yards per carry, had that 35-yarder, which really kind of keyed their comeback, uh, and then also had three catches for 31 yards. Uh, Anything stand out to you in that sequence with the jet sweep to DeAndre Swift? uh, The Hurts QB draw was a seven-play, 61-yard drive, cuts the lead to 17-14. I really liked that drive, and I thought that that jet sweep was was a really nice play call by Brian Johnson, who I thought, like, Overall, just kind of watching the the public consumption of the game, I thought Johnson was getting a little bit more flack than he deserved in terms of play calling wise and the frustration. Like obviously, when you run a third and seven QB draw and it doesn't work, people are going to be pissed. If Kelsey blocks Chris Jones, it's a twenty yard run, right? And like you have to ask Jason Kelsey, his best lineman, to block Chris Jones, their best lineman. Sometimes, like you got like you know it, it it's part of the game. Uh, uh. So like there's there's the uh the two uh, wide receiver screens coming out of the turnover that they got in the third quarter. Wide receiver screens always look nice structurally against the Chiefs defense because of how they put guys up in the box and how they ask their, their corners to play. It looks a lot worse when it's like Legereus Sneed, who's the most like hair on fire, insane corner ever in the entire world, just like slamming into contact and blowing guys up. It's crazy. Like there's stuff that play call wise, I thought like oh, all this landed on Brian Johnson that... It, it, he's kind of getting silo blamed for it when there's execution stuff that you can point to. But this, that, that jet sweep is an example of, listen, like we're losing in the trenches. Our running game, we, we usually let the offensive line power it. That's not working. So we're going to put Swift at in the slot as a receiver. We're going to jet sweep him, give him the ball and have him sweep in and immediately be away from the line and get into space. You saw a ton of screen action. They were throwing that tunnel screen to, to the wide receivers, the bubble screen to wide receivers, and then a ton of middle screens to DeAndre Swift saying, all right, like, if we're going to constantly lose this battle in the trenches, we're going to change the warfare. We're going to get to a different spot where we, we're, we're now operating in space, right? We're letting our offensive line dictate the terms of engagement and not just play this game in the trenches. That was all good. And that was all stuff that, that was picking up there in the second half, that jet sweep being a good example of it. Uh, and then on third and five uh, uh, at the 10-yard line, you were in third and medium on the last drive. You called a QB draw. It did not work. Chris Jones blew it up. And you come up to the line and guess what? It's a good QB draw look again. It takes stones and they go ahead and they hand it off. I thought that was as good. That run was as good as Hertz looked like physically in a while. You know, like mm-hmm. he really, it was like, like, I feel like he can take it up a notch when he needs to. Now, what's interesting in this game, I mean, he was a much bigger part of the run game. I, I mean, this, this is showing me 12 carries 
for 29 yards. I don't know how many of those were designed runs. There was definitely like a handful uh, of designed runs in this game. So is that a result of the knee feeling better? Is that a one game thing? Uh, is that something we're going to continue to see? Because Troy Aikman said during the broadcast, uh, and it seemed like, you know, there's something he got directly from the Eagles. You know, I, I think, let me see. I, I feel like I wrote down uh, his direct quote. Uh, he said, it sounds like the knee could be a factor the rest of the season. Like That's not something, you know, Troy Aikman just says uh, out of the blue. That's something he gets as he's talking to coaches and players uh, and GMs and people around the Eagles during the week. So that just continues to be something to monitor. It didn't look like Hertz took any, like, vicious hits, right? That I'm, unless I'm forgetting something on no. the knee, there wasn't, there weren't those times where he's getting up and he's limping uh, or he's walking around awkwardly or anything like that. So um, that helps, you know, getting Cam Jurgens back, uh, having Hurts be a part of the run game, that certainly helps. And that jet sweep to DeAndre Swift, I think they had to say, they, I think they ran one of those against the Cowboys, right? For 20 yards uh, two weeks ago. I don't think that was the first time we've seen that. So I do like a lot of times when, Teams talk about, oh, we're going to use this running back in different ways. Like a lot of times it's nonsense, uh, but it's good when you can actually do that and it works well. All right, take a quick break, catch my breath here, and we'll get back to talking about this game. Give thanks because FanDuel is giving all customers a no sweat same game parlay for Thanksgiving. Just place a three leg same game parlay on any of the Thanksgiving Day NFL games and you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. I like the Packers-Lions, the early game for this one. Give me Packers plus 7.5, under 46.5 total points, and David Montgomery to have over 68.5 rushing yards pays out 7-1. to one. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance for a bigger payday. So build your own or choose from one of the popular same-game parlays pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. Visit FanDuel.com slash RingerPhilly and fill up your plate with parlays and player props all Thanksgiving long. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, back on the Ringers, Philly special. So they score there on the Hertz QB draw, 17-14. Then the Chiefs are driving, and they're driving, and you're thinking, all right, this is going to be 24-14. It might be too much. And then Bradley Roby comes through punch out. with the punch, a guy who was on the street at the start of the season. Anyone could have had. He comes through with the punch out of Travis Kelsey. Now, right after that, I kind of thought, oh, they're wasting this because I believe the Eagles went three and out uh, right after that. I think on both yeah, the turnovers. That was, right? that was the drive where they immediately followed it with wide receiver screen, wide receiver screen gotcha. into, I think they just straight ran it, if memory serves. Um, yeah, which the, the internet was not happy with that drive. Yeah, I mean, listen, there were a lot of times to not be happy uh, about the drives. I'm kind of with you. I don't know who to like. The, I don't know who to blame until you know watching. And so, listen, this is the best Chiefs defense they've ever had with Mahomes. Like, legitimately, yeah. a top five defense 
Uh, I thought Spags had them kind of in a blender, at least, you know, for much of this oh, game. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, Spags, had, they, <laughs> Spags yeah. had this offensive line and hurt, like you hurts and Kelsey, oh. like disagreeing about calls at the line. Yeah. Brian Johnson, who obviously like the Eagles run a ton of package plays. Like if we get this look, run this, if we get that look, run this other thing. Spags had these boys in a full Nelson for yeah. much, of, much of the game, man. I mean, they were blowing protections and allowing free rushers and Hertz was uh, dropping his eyes in the pocket, panicking in the pocket. They were running, you know, uh, like 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 the QB draw stuff. They were running the wide receiver screen stuff and the Chiefs were immediately on it, which is an example of a defense knowing, oh, if we show them X, they're going to do Y. And so we should show them X, they do Y. And then we all immediately play for Y. We can make tackles on the line of scrimmage. So like they, they Spags, absolutely like for four quarters dominated the yes. eagles offense they had a very winning performance the chiefs did defensively it's just eagles had one too many tries and then eventually you get a couple big Devonta swift uh Devonta smith catches a couple big deandre swift uh catches and runs runs on the jet sweep and all of a sudden you lose by four in terms of offensive success rate this was the eagles second worst performance of the season behind only that opening game um against the new england Patriots. Yeah. How many screens did, how many wide receiver screens did they throw this game? I mean, it felt like a hundred. Four off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> a, one to AJ, one to Devante, two to Julio, which is not exactly how I would divide up those numbers if I can make the call. Um, they ran like three screens to DeAndre Swift that were all they great. They spammed that play yeah. over. Yeah. Even that last yeah. one almost hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. Drew, Drew Tranquil yeah. sniffed it out. Um, yeah. The, so like that, it's, it, I'm, you're not wrong to go to screens like that is correct by like how your line was losing to their line early in the game. You're trying to take the teeth out of this pass rush, trying to take the teeth out of the blitzes. You're going to hit a big one. And they did. They had like a, a 20 yard DeAndre Swift catch and run on the touchdown drive, right? Second and 10 from the 20. They had another first and 10 incompletion. They were not running the ball in first and 10 at all. By the way, the entire second half, they came out just throwing the ball in first and 10, throwing the first and 10. I was so positive we were going to get like an establish it drive and they never did. Uh, second and 10 from the 20. There's a way in which this goes another three and out. They're, they're still down by three. Everybody's losing their minds. You run that second and 10 screen to DeAndre Swift. This is going to work. We think we're going to pop one, and they do. Uh, and then you get to third and five. Uh, this is the, the completion over the middle of the field to Devontae Smith. Hurts kind of leans out to his left a little bit and throws Devontae Smith on the option route. That pass, third and five, 7.33 left in the fourth quarter, was Jalen Hurts' first completion on third down the entire game. Mm. Shield, it was his first, it was, excuse me, it was his first pass attempt on third down in the entire game because wow. otherwise he had just been getting sacked or scrambling. He had yeah. not thrown a football on a third down <laughs> until 13 yards to Devonte Smith, third and five with 7:33 left in the fourth quarter, and then uh, one play later is Devonte Smith 41 yards down to the one <laughs> QB sneak Eagles win. <laughs> yeah, absurd football team. I mean, incredible how? team. Their first third down conversion of the game, I think, was in the third quarter with six minutes left. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that shouldn't surprise me as much as it does. But, yeah, I mean, they were as uncomfortable as you could look back there. I mean, they had no they had five completions in the first half on five possessions and they had been sacked five times. Jalen Hurts, his last six dropbacks of the first half, he was sacked on four of them. Like they just I mean, they had no idea what was going on. Spags definitely won that battle uh, on the chalkboard during the week. And guess what? The Eagles still somehow won the football game. So yeah, that drives seven plays, 80 yards, four first downs. Uh, that was a nice concept with Devontae Smith with the option route there for the conversion. Uh, they had the 20 yarder you mentioned to DeAndre Swift on the middle screen. That was nice. And then Devontae Smith, man, go ball, 
41 yards down the right sideline. Uh, some people made the right, made the point, you know, when I tweeted out just kind of how, how much the Chiefs offense struggled. One team had wide receivers or a wide receiver who could make a big play down the stretch, and the other team did not. And Devontae Smith, that was, I mean, he had to adjust to that one. Uh, it was underthrown. He had to make sure he grabbed it, uh, and he comes down with the catch, 41-yarder, brotherly shove for the touchdown, and all of a sudden, it's 21-17 Eagles. I know you love talking about Devontae Smith. It's, it's, it's very obnoxious that the Eagles have uh, just a slightly slimmer A.J. Brown. And by slightly, I mean very slimmer A.J. Brown. <laughs> they just can deploy in the, in the event of emergency. No, I, it was the Chiefs have always been really good. Like even when Spags didn't have a great defense at taking away a wide receiver one, ton of different pitches they can throw at you in brackets and press coverage and whatever. And so this was always going to be a game where wide receiver two is going to be really important. Target two in general, just like, okay, like no Dallas Goddard in this game, which Goddard, like, for the amount of screens the Eagles threw, imagine Dallas Goddard and how helpful he would have been in this game. That's oh the God. Dallas Goddard yeah. route, man. It's just like the... Ah, panic, catch this. Kelsey, go block. And all of a sudden, it's a 13-yard gain. Um, so with no Dallas Goddard, it, they needed a Devontae step up, and, and they absolutely got it. AJ had the opportunity for a bigger game. There were reps he was open, obviously the interception early in the game. Um, but Hertz was just so harassed in the pocket that they never really got that going. And then Devontae was there to save them. And an incredible safety blanket they have uh, in, in Devontae. Chiefs get the ball, 249 left. A shout-out, Josh Job. Great special teams tackle. Pins them back at their own nine. Kind of, you know, could have been an underrated play. The Chiefs didn't get that close, but could have been uh, an underrated play if they ran out of times. Uh, Chiefs start driving. Kelsey has a drop, but then they convert on fourth and two uh, to him. Then you get the Fletcher Cox roughing the passer penalty. It ends up being like a 28-yard gain. So 156 from the 49, Chiefs need a touchdown. I mean, that's a, listen, that's a spot where you would expect Mahomes many times to come through. MVS drops the just, I mean, holy smokes, dude. Beauty of a pass. I mean, just like literally. And I, I, I literally don't think there's like, even if I don't think you can move the ball one inch in any yeah. direction to make that a better pass. And there was a, there was like it, like I saw like a, like, oh, like he had to die for it. No, if you watch, he didn't have to die for it. <laughs> he dove for it because Who he said that. Be, oh my God. Because MVS has terrible catch technique. And so he dived for it, even though his elbows are bent. His elbows are bent and hits him in all 10 fingers. Like, how did he not catch that? Oh, oh man, I screeched, chill. Oh, I almost peed myself just a little bit. Man, I was nervous on that one. That was such a good ball. That should, that should be a catch every day of the week and twice on a Monday, dude. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my gosh. I ran right by Bradley Roby on that bad boy, but hey, he drops it. Then you get the Mahomes intentional grounding. Uh, Reddick and Sweat. I will say that they, there were a lot of like you. You mentioned Mahomes scrambling. I mean, he was back there holding the ball. He scrambled six times, I think, in this game. Like there were a lot of dropbacks where he just you know could not find anywhere uh, to go with the football. I thought it was more of a case of the coverage kind of holding up, making him hold on to the ball than it was really the Eagles' pass rush winning. So uh, you get the intentional grounding there. Sets up fourth and twenty-five. With 135 left, I only saw one replay of this one. Was that a Justin Watson drop? Would you is was it so classify he's been or no? Hit when the ball arrives, which like makes it harder to catch it because if you get hit right and the ball comes or whatever, uh, it hits him in all ten fingers. I mean, it hits him in the mitts. All right, like it goes through his hands, 
and his hands are are in a very comfortable catching position. <laughs> Not like a, oh yeah, outstretched. Like it's right there. I mean, it. You said on a on an extra point taking show that we did on, on the Ringer NFL feed, we were talking about our levels concerned with the Chiefs offense. There was going to be a big game that the Chiefs lost because of their wide receivers, and I was like, yeah, like there will be, but it'll be okay. Having now experienced the big game that the Chiefs <laughs> lost. Not completely because of their receivers, but certainly late on that game-winning drive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, two red zone turnovers matters more than like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, the drops that you're in the situation you're in, be- you're losing the game because of those red zone turnovers. But still having lived it, it's like, man, I don't know how Mahomes, it just psychologically, is going to be able to deal with this. How are you possibly going to be playing in, in the divisional rounds and need your receivers to make plays late and feel good at all in your belly? You better just put like Jarek McKinnon in the slot, dude. Like it's just I like it, it. It you have to get these guys off the field just for the juju to feel right. It, it was uh, uh, as bad of a performance of a receiver group as I can remember. And I watched Chargers Packers this week. Oh, terrible. Can by you the way, to your question, uh, Mahomes starts in which the Chiefs gave up a ten point second half lead to lose. I can find only one such game. Uh, other than this game, it is the Bengals AFC Championship game where they were. Uh, uh, oh, no, wait, excuse me. No, this is week 17, not the AFC Championship game. This is week 17. Okay. Uh, the game that they played in the regular season before that AFC Championship game where the Chiefs were up at halftime. They were up 28 to 17. And then the uh, Bengals outscored them 17 to 3 to win in the second half. Uh, so what about that fourth game. quarter? Can you do fourth quarter or no? Were they still up by. Uh, Double by two possessions in the fourth quarter, they were. But the the uh, the Eagles they they were not up by two. You're possessions right. In the you're fourth right. Eagles here. had the yeah, one yeah. touchdown in the third. Good. Call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Um, um, they've given up. Yeah, they've the Chiefs have had in in Mahomes's career one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games total, including this Eagles game, in which they've given up. Uh, uh they've had a, a score margin of of negative ten or worse in in the uh in the second half. Only four games. With a score margin of 14, which was the, the score margin in this game, or worse, uh, they won two of those games. They just gave it up because they were dominating so much in the first right. half that didn't it matter. Right, blowout. Yeah. yeah, and then they lost this one, and they lost that Chiefs Week Seven, that Bengals Week 17 game. So what the Eagles did tonight was only done once before Mahomes' career. Crazy. Very casual, done by a Super Bowl-attending a, a Bengals team. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Does it, can you win a Super Bowl if Justin Watson is getting 11 targets in Week 11? I don't know. 11 targets! For Justin Watson, Eagles fans, thank your Devontae Smiths and A.J. Browns of the world. Huge advantage there. All right, let's see. What else do I have here? I don't even know. I'm ready. All right, so beginning of the game, Chiefs go 80 yards on 10 plays. They, Like you said, they kind of ran all over uh, the Eagles defense. I don't have a great explanation for what happened to the run defense. It did, you know, their interior is very good. Their interior... Uh, has beaten up the Eagles interior in the past. I don't know if that's what happened here uh, or not. Would have to watch it on film. I don't know if you have um, any simple explanation, whether you thought it was more structurally yeah. or not, why they gave up 168 yards rushing in this game. Yeah, uh, it looked like Jordan Davis was struggling out there. I think Davis is... Uh, Carter had the back injury. What did Davis have? Was it a lower leg? Like I a hamstring. hamstring. Hamstring, thank you. Yeah. Davis has not looked the same since he had his injury, in my opinion. I think that Davis had a rough one out there. Uh, then, uh, uh, yeah, I think you're just taking advantage of, of a very aggressive pass rush for the Eagles. You saw Josh Sweat multiple times up in the neutral zone. You saw Brandon Graham in the neutral zone. How Should about that play? What was happening on that play? 
They got a couple nice whistles, too. I know Eagles yeah. fans will now point to, all right, but we didn't get this call. I don't know. You got two real nice whistles. One was that false start offsides, where Darius Slay is literally going up to Brandon Graham, consoling him for jumping offsides. Right. And the next thing you know, they got false start on the Chiefs. There was that one. And then there was, of course, the Olamide Zacchaeus hold on the first. DeAndre that was fine. I didn't mind that one. That's, that's clean play. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, the, the <laughs> Fletcher Cox roughing the passer penalty. Yeah, like this was this was not a marquee night for refereeing, I think, in general. It was a tough one. There was a lot of John Perry coming on being like, no, I don't agree with that yeah. call. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Perry, though, as you know, let's head on over to Ben and Shield talk about refereeing and analysis corner. Yeah. Perry is brief, but Perry also does give himself wiggle room in what he says. Like like the Zacchaeus one he was very clear on. The uh, uh, when like the AJ Brown recovery uh, fumble interception or whatever, like it wasn't clear yet what was going on. Or he was very good on that one, like with the shin. But there were ones that were later where he was like, oh, like it, it could have been called this. And that's why it was called this because of this. And you're like, that's not you didn't say if it was right, right or wrong. You said what the reasoning was. So he's yeah, he's Macaulay would have just come in and gone. Yeah. Personal foul. Yes. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Macaulay the power likes to say. Right call or wrong call. Those words in that order. Perry doesn't yes. like those words. They're too strong for him. However, I still have him second in my power rankings. All right, let's just yes, get the power I, rankings out there. Okay. Now that we're here, I got Macaulay, Perry, Derator, and Blandino. Blandino. Like, easy for Blandino. Uh, right? Now, I'm not I, missing anybody, am I? Pereira? I don't think Pereira so. Pereira still do this? And you'll notice it's the guys who get screen time that are at the mm, bottom. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. That's all good, I'm saying. Now. What were we talking about? Oh, uh, run defense. I have defense. no idea. Yeah. So they took, I think they did a really nice job taking advantage of a really aggressive Eagles pass rush. Uh, Eagles, Sean Desai was blitzing them, man. He was sending yeah. cats. Like they were, they were sending dudes from depth. They were lining up with five and sending five. He felt very confident sending extra bodies and they wanted to send extra bodies. Uh, you, so you can catch the Eagles in a, in, in a, in a blitz. Like the, the first big Pacheco run in the first quarter, Eagles blitzed the interior. Pacheco got to the boundary and now it's a foot race. Like you, when you get caught in a blitz like that, you're going to lose that rep. Uh, and then even when they're not blitzing, when the front four is playing super aggressive, this Chiefs team runs a lot of gap stuff and they let Pacheco just get upfield and hit some guys. And Pacheco's a good runner, right? And so you're, you're going to lose to that. That goes back to the first thing I said. That past, like, how are you going to beat us test? If you're losing to a, a, a marquee Isaiah Pacheco game, you're losing to a marquee Isaiah Pacheco game. Not too much to do about that when 15 is the quarterback. You, you have to be able to take that lump. You have to be, be willing to lose to the running game a little bit. I think they were. I think they got a couple of big stops in the second quarter. You saw some penetration plays by, or excuse me, second half. Penetration by Hassan Reddick. Penetration by Milton Williams. Penetration by Josh Sweat. Break up the play. Don't let Pacheco get ahead of steam. Second and nine. And now you feel great because you're in clear pass script. And the, and the Chiefs were struggling on that all night. So I, I thought overall, like, there was just some, we decided to play this way to it. And then I also think that just Jordan Davis has been pretty pretty impacted by by the hamstring injury that he had he has not and or maybe it's still a conditioning thing right we talked about this last year as well looked good good start right uh, or excuse me we talked about this earlier in the year looks good to start but can you keep this play going at your size and he might be feeling the uh the season as it goes yeah i think i i will again we'll have to watch the film to, even you know i thought that they certainly won their reps against jalen carter uh multiple times uh in this game too on some of those runs uh one more note here the Chiefs had 12 offensive possessions in this game. Like, remember the Super Bowl? It was like limit possessions. You know, you're going you're gonna to use clock on offense and make them work for it on defense. Chiefs had eight possessions in the Super Bowl, 12 possessions today, and they still scored fewer points today than they did 
in the Super Bowl. That was another edition uh, of Gannon Watch. Sorry, Cliff, I stole that one from you. All right, a couple other things here. Uh, Eagles' first touchdown drive, they go 75 yards on nine plays. You see that that fold technique with Jason Kelsey once again, where he pulls around the guard, takes the guy out. Troy Aikman was excited about that. That was an 18-yard run. Uh, then you had the swift touchdown. Uh, kind of a wild play with the Hurts interception. Where did did mm-hmm. you see it the same way Aikman did? Where AJ Brown's like, no, no, I like I cook this guy. I'm going deep, and Jalen Hurts is like, no, no, they're blitzing. I need to get rid of the ball, and you need to go where I think you're going to go. And then he throws the uh, interception there. And then I will give AJ Brown credit there. Great effort. I mean, he got that ball out of there. The shins barely touched, but for a second there, I thought the Eagles were getting the ball back. Yeah, the idea that uh, that Aikman had, where AJ just decided, like, man, like. I cooked this cat. I'm going to change the depth of this route. I would not like if AJ Brown made, that's a bad, don't do that. You have to run the route where you're supposed to run the route. Like that's a, I would think I side with Hurts on that. I'm not sure that that's what happened. It, I got, you got to kind of see the, the full all the way through the play, kind of understand where the, the, the break is supposed to be. The ball is just very clearly affected because Hurts is under fire. And at that point in the game, right, you're in the uh, uh, early second quarter there. Hurts was extremely uncomfortable in the first half. I mean, like even when, he was not getting pressured. He was feeling ghosts. He was seeing ghosts. He was dropping his eyes. He was looking for daylight. Like, he just felt horrible. And uh, after those first couple of drives, that's where Spags really was rattling around in his head cage. They got better in, in the second half, but that 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 first half was tough. Uh, and so on that throw, like he's panicking. He gets the ball out. It's a pick. That's a pretty classic pick. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that happens to young quarterbacks, old quarterbacks, good quarterbacks, bad quarterbacks. That, that that's what this is sort of a defense does. So, you know, I don't fault it too much. I love that AJ Brown and, and Jalen get on the sideline and, and AJ's like freaking out. Like, yeah, I decided that I want to do this. Jalen's just like, dude, like, chill. Like, they, they got us. Like, I, you know, like, I, I got blitzed. You changed the route. Like, we're just going to go. I'm going to go back and throw it to you again, man. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Devontae Smith. And then they showed AJ Brown smiling on the sidelines there. Uh, broadcast pointing out, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but Eagles go with a lot of 10 personnel in this game uh, with Goddard out. And then I think Calcaterra, I believe, left the concussion, game. Concussion, yeah. Which... Oh, 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 did he really have a Oh, no, concussion? excuse me. Milton, Milton was uh, concussion. Mil- yeah, me. okay. All right. Because, yeah, yeah, Calcaterra has the big concussion history. That's why. Um, ankle, ankle. Yeah, questionable return. Yeah, Calcaterra was not gotcha. a concussion. My, my head was like Calcaterra concussion because of the history. But no, it was yeah. Milton Williams had the concussion evaluation. Calcaterra was an ankle injury. My bad. Okay, so a lot of 10 personnel in this game. We'll see what that looks like going forward. If they do that, they had a chance to ice the game there. Like that was one of those drives. They got the ball back with what, like 558 or something left. And you're like, can't they just, you know, I think they had a second and short. And Aikman's like, I'm surprised they don't take a shot here. I'm like, no, no, they don't want to give Mahomes the ball back in this mm-hmm. game. Like they want to just run the clock out. They were not able to do that. They pick up just one first down there and then kick the ball back to Mahomes. So again, offensive struggles. Uh, throughout this game, even there at the end when they had a chance to put it away. Uh, yeah, the, others- uh, the potential salt drive, uh, second and one, do the, scram- the the sneak, DeAndre Swift handoff, second and 12, and then they get the Mylotta offensive holding second and 22. Right. Second and 22 with a 43. Way this pass rush has been playing, way your offensive line's been protecting. They called QB draw, and I was like, I'm fine with it. I don't care. Like, I don't care if it's a turtle. I'm okay. Like I, 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 once you're in second and 22, you're trying to get what? 
10. nine yards, 11 yeah. yards. Like, you're, you know, like uh, maybe you do like a quick underneath completion. But even then, like you've been trying to do that all day with the wide receivers and that hasn't been working. I don't know. The second and 22, everybody was really fired up about the play call in there on that drive. And I get it because you're punting the ball to Mahomes. I'm terrified. You're terrified. We're all terrified. You can't drop back and call like a deep pass, though, because you're going to run the risk of a, a sack and run the risk of a turnover. That's scary stuff. I like the fact that they I was going to say I like the fact that they turtled. That's probably too far. I didn't <laughs> mind the fact that they turtled. I would have liked to be. I mean, there, there, there's a balance there. You know, you can trust your quarterback and try to have two plays to pick up the first down. So I, I, if you were upset about that uh, series, that possession, uh, I think it's totally understandable. By the way, also in today's NFL, you just chuck one up uh, and draw that DPI. I mean, that, I, I watched that about 43 times uh, on my chair here on Sunday. It's one of the best plays in the NFL right now. Some of these crews, they just can't wait to call that DPI. So, you know, you could have taken a ask, shot there. Ask uh, Darius Slay on that one in the, in the, in the yeah, second that quarter. Was tippy, yeah, that was tippy. Yeah, tippy. exactly. Yeah. That's one that did not go uh, the Eagles way, for sure, if you were yelling at me earlier that they didn't get uh, every call there. All right. So two red zone turnovers for the Chiefs. Rain was a little bit of, rain was a little bit of a factor. If you want to factor it into people dropping footballs or people missing passes, it certainly uh, was raining there. There's no doubt about it. Eagle special teams had a little bit of a letdown uh, again with the Kadarius Tony return that led to a Chiefs second touchdown. I think Eagles fans were having uh, some deja vu there. What did you think about the Fletcher Cox hurdles the line of scrimmage and then Jalen Carter tries to steal the snap uh, sequence there? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Carter gets called for encroachment because he bumped into an offensive player who was set on his side of the field. That's encroachment. It's a weird plan. Like he's coming from the other side. It usually is, but it was encroachment. Fletch jumping. That's such a he good, like, incredible. Rookie vet. It's such a good rookie vet clip, right? It's like, bet knows the rules, does the little beautiful angel 310 I pound mean, graceful leap between the so guard graceful. and the center guard or guard and the tackle. Carter, uh, right, just goes and careens right through, doesn't know it's going to be a penalty. The uh, intercept the spike. Yeah, I like that. I like the hustle from the young man. If I every play, I'm trying to make a play compete. I love it. I don't know. Well, I don't know. What's the film study on that? How are you watching a guy spike? What are you doing? You got like, as you go right between his legs, you go off to the side, his right hand. But you got to, you got to, you got to study that. You got to know where to, where to leap. I, I want to, I, I need a, I need a hardworking Eagles beat writer to ask Jalen Carter <laughs> if he studies films of quarterback spikes. Uh, Fletcher Cox doing that was just like a reminder of what great athletes these guys are like a normal person trying to just do that, you know, hurdle over the line of scrimmage. They were between two, two people there, uh, is not going to look like that. He looked incredible, uh, doing that. That was one of my takeaways from the yeah. game. All right. I, uh, I just realized I didn't have postseason on for the double digit leads. The chiefs have given away. Okay. They actually did give away another double digit lead. It was to the Bengals in that AFC Championship game. I did know what I was talking about. They did wow. give away a double-digit lead. They've given, they've lost three games in their lives. Mahomes has. Double-digit lead in the second half. Bengals in week 17 of 2021. Bengals like four weeks later in the AFC Championship game in 2021. And now this, this Eagles team in week 11. Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Good news. Burrowhead. Hurts head. I don't know. All right. I think that's pretty much all I have. I mean, I, I Hassan Reddick not going to get invited to go on uh, New Heights. Him and Travis Kelsey mixing it up a little bit. You see that? Uh, yeah, in well, the, they, in the fourth quarter? Kelsey 
the flag call, they're working the refs and yeah. going after a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. how it goes. I like that. Reddick doesn't need to be nice to him to try to get on the podcast. You know, you can get it. Listen, Hassan Reddick, you're invited. Anytime you want to come, come on the Ringers Philly special, we would be glad to have you. All right. What, what are your closing thoughts here? So Eagles are now 9-1. and one. They just beat the Kansas City Chiefs in a game where their offense couldn't do anything for most of the game. They still come away with a victory. Now they get the Bills at home, the Niners at home, at the Cowboys, and at the Seahawks. What is their record after those four games? I feel like I have to ask you this after every game now. I mean, they had to lose one eventually, right? Are they going to lose to the Bills next week? What do you think? Bills, I think they beat. Bell's defense is just not. I don't think they're going to lose to the Niners at home. I think they're going to yeah. be too amped for that game. Although that's yeah. kind of like the Niners Super Bowl also. I'll tell I you, these cow- the Cowboys are playing really good ball. Dude. I think they're losing at Dallas. Cowboys. I think, Cowboys I think might lose top- Bills and at Dallas. Yeah. I think those might be two losses. Yeah, which like, that's fine. Like you split with a division rival that's in their home fine. stand. They're playing You're great. Like the one seed. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Dude, like as long as they... Avoid Zach Wilson in the playoffs. Who are they gonna lose? Like, I'm like Mahomes and they lost. He's the got bench for Tim Boyle. He's a give third string. And that's their one loss. Oh my gosh. That's There's gonna, you and I are gonna be old men playing trivia on somewhere in 25 <laughs> years. They're going to be like, the, the 20 and one Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl champion 2023-2024 season, who is the one quarterback they lost to? And we're just going to look at each other knowingly. It's a little, <laughs> little soft and epic. Of course, BYU great Zach Wilson. Incredible. Goodness gracious. They beat Mahomes on the road, overcoming a double-digit lead in the second half. Probably the greatest football player we will ever see. And they lost to Zach Wilson, and they are now... Nine and one. You know what? I shouldn't say they're going to lose those two games. I, I should just not predict that they're going to lose. Why would you ever predict that they're going to lose a game? They're 23 and two in the last two seasons with Jalen Hurts as their starter. All right. I think that'll wrap it up. I think that's all we got. Eagles winning. Wait, did you answer the question? What's their record? Oh, no, probably not. No. Um, they lose to the Cowboys. So 13 and two or just 10, 12 and okay. two. 12 and two. All right. All right. 12 and two. <laughs> Why not? I mean, like, hold on. Like, they're never going to lose. They don't lose. They if don't they lose win, like, if, The thing is, no. we, we spend the whole podcast talking about, like, how they played, which is, like, a qualitative assessment. Quantitatively, yeah. they're going to win the game. Like, it it's doesn't really matter w column. what yeah. happens in the middle. That's true. They just, they just win games. All they do is win games. All right. Uh, everyone, enjoy this one. Thank you to Ben Solak. Thank you to Ace Producer Cliff Augustine. I'll be back with Sean on Wednesday to look at the film and we'll look ahead to the matchup against the Bills. And then Benny Souls will join me on Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend for the Eagles Bills post game pod. Until then, have a good week. We'll talk to you soon on the Ringers Billy Special. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. 
1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT-IN-INDIANA. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.